We're going to start this episode of the Morning After podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews with something we actually did on the radio uh, earlier this morning because here in Kansas City it was big news that uh, a meteorologist who has been here for 30 years is retiring at the end of the year. And I don't know if other cities are like this, but I feel like Kansas City truly embraces all of its TV personalities, meteorologists, radio personalities. Mm -hmm. I felt that since I got here in 2004. I just feel like this city really embraces its people. Behind the scenes, kind of in in our industry, in the media industry, TV and radio, it is very common for us to kind of move cities uh, throughout our career. That's That's just the way the job goes. It comes with it. And not a lot of people leave Kansas City. I, I've been here now six years, and this is the longest I've ever worked anywhere in my career. And I've been here 18 years? 18 years? Jeez. Is that right? You're, yeah, 04 you're, to 22. Your Kansas City career can vote. That's honestly crazy. That's wild. And then you think about a guy like Gary who's been here for 30 years, mm-hmm. and that's insane. Anyway, what we wanted to do was we got a chance to – he was so nice and, and donated some time to talk to us, which is, like, silly because he had no – reason to other than he's a nice person and he said yeah sure why not well, i did tell him you were his number one fan thank you appreciate that <laughs> and and you know what let's let's give credit to the man gary lise i appreciate him because the man it seems like he's never worked a day in his life and when i say that they say that if you're when you talk about like if you do what you love to do for a living you'll never work a day in your life and i truly feel that with him i am interested in the weather but not nearly to the level that he is he's very passionate but i appreciate anybody even if it's something not that i'm not terribly interested in if you're passionate about it and i can tell and you talk to me about it but you're so passionate it it becomes interesting i am going to tell you a perfect example of that i have a there's a, a dad that was on my daughter's old soccer team massive bird watcher travels goes to all these exotic places to take pictures of birds i mean i never in my life would have thought that that would be an interesting thing but i now i follow him on social media he posts these pictures of birds and i'm telling you like you can just see mm-hmm. and read how excited he is about the birds so i know what you're saying it's so he's so passionate about it that you can't help but be interesting about it. he has made me interested in birds Let's so go. i get that yeah and and gary go back to gary lezak here he's i remember when i started watching his forecast and he, i first heard about the lrc and i'm like oh i've never heard of the lrc before and it's just this some air movement that's like 18,000 feet in the air. And he says he uses this to be able to predict storms like 100 days out. And he's, I mean, and, and they're accurate. They're freakishly accurate. And I was like, man, why have I never heard of the LRC before I come to realize this is his thing? Like he discovered this For real? thing in the atmosphere. The L and LRC, Lezak. It's his know thing. That. Oh my gosh. Like that's how into it he is. I mean, and just and, and all the credit in the world, I and mean, congratulations on a great yes. TV career. And, and and he's not done doing weather stuff yet. He's just he's changing his focus. Here's our conversation with Gary uh, from the morning show. Q104, the morning drive with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. Joining us now, a man who has made all the headlines in Kansas City over the last 24 hours. KSHB 41 Chief Meteorologist Gary. Gary Lezak. I am somehow awake because it was on <laughs> on the air at two thirty in the morning. That tornado warning. <laughs> Gary, I'm here with uh, my co-host Mike Keller, also without a doubt your number one fan. Oh, jeez. No, wow. it's the truth, and I'm just gonna let that be known. Well, we got to start by just saying thank you for the. You recorded a birthday message for me a couple weeks yes. ago and everything. I never got a chance to say thank you personally for that. So thank you for doing that. That was very awesome of you. You're welcome. I mean, I hope it was special, wasn't it? 
he loved everything about it. Like <laughs> like he was beaming, and he's not going to tell you that, but he was so, so happy, and you're so sweet to have done that. I walked around with a little strut the rest of my day. I was like, hey, Gary sent me a birthday message. No big deal. Let's go. <laughs> Gary, you made a gigantic announcement yesterday on social media, and I couldn't believe it. I actually texted Mike. I said, are you, are you going to be okay? And I meant it when I said it. I don't even know if the whole city is going to be okay. Tell everybody your big announcement. Well, I decided to retire from TV because of uh, various reasons. Most, mostly, I've got something special to share with this world. Um, I've got a company called Weather 2020, and you can go to weather2020.com and, and see it. But the LRC, the cycling weather pattern above us, is cycling regularly, and we are able to predict the weather 100 days out. I need to spend full time into that. So that's one of the big reasons. I love coming to work every day, and after 38 years, I turned 60 a while back. I don't feel 60, but I turned 60. One of the factors, I decided that I want to put full force into uh, my my entrepreneurial efforts and, and leave TV. That's so cool. Jenny joked about it, and uh, and, and, and so did my wife. Like, are you going to be okay? Like, when they had, I had heard the news that you retired, and my answer was yes, because I'm very happy for you. I'm like, congratulations on your success, and I'm very excited to see what happens with Weather 2020. But let me ask you this. So, like, I, this is like all of us in media. I feel like TV and radio, you know, we move around a lot. 30 years ago, you moved to Kansas City. Did you, in your wildest dreams 30 years ago, think that you would stay here for 30 years and retire here and develop all those relationships that you have? No, it's, it's incredible. The thing about being a TV meteorologist on TV or, or on radio like you guys, you develop relationships and friendships with these fans and viewers and listeners. And I came here 30 years ago, Wendy the Weather Dog, had, uh, you know, and I, she was one year old, and she and I came and stayed at the Doubletree Hotel in Overland Park. Yep. And then, first four days there, I wasn't on the air yet. I was learning the computers. Then we found this uh, condo to live around 50th and Lamar, and I moved into my first place, and I went on the air in July of 1992, and I, no one knew who I was. And here it is 30 years later, and I've developed this bond and relationship with so many people so many of you guys out there and so that's one of the hardest parts to leave that but i'm still going to be visible i i envision something big happening for my company in the next year and we'll be going global we'll go you know i'll have some a lot to share with the world still i'm so happy for you that's worldwide, so awesome worldwide superstar gary lee's yes. <laughs> and, and right, that's, that's the dream yeah. you're always so kind and and just just kind and i feel like people you, you when you're out and about i feel like you probably get swarmed with people just like what's up gary you know because we all feel like we know you you're a part of our homes and our lives yeah can you go to the grocery store without being mobbed <laughs> <laughs> um, everywhere I go, it's always it's it's almost always positive, and Good. so it's great to meet people, talk to people, and you know me, I'm going to talk about the weather all the time. So anybody wants to ask me about the weather, ask away. And of course, oh, I'm boy. big sports nut. Too. Well, what you don't realize is that my co-host Mike here absolutely missed his calling. Should have gone into meteorology because I've never wow. seen someone so excited about the weather. At all times. Hey, I respect the, I, I respect the heck out of the LRC and the fact that you're predicting hurricanes down south 100 days out. That's incredible. Let me ask you an honest question about the weather. Do you think last night's storms were Mother Nature's way of wishing you well in your future endeavors? Isn't that ridiculous? Think about that. There's, whatever the higher power is up there, so, something really, I decided to retire, and Jeff Penner and I have always kidded 
uh, you know, meteorologist at Penner I worked with for the last 30 years. We always said, what, this is going to be the worst night in Kansas City history? And it wasn't the worst night in Kansas City history, but there were tornado warnings. And, you know, and between you and me, I, I decided, oh, it's not going to do much. So I went home. Next thing you know, I'm on Facebook Live oh, at about no. 2 in the morning. Lindsay Anderson gets on the air. And it was just a crazy night. There's damage. It's, it looks like EF0 to EF1 damage. I I don't think there were any injuries, which is very important to me because yep. it was a tough night. Yeah, I I know. Come on, what a send off, Gary. I mean, thank you, Mother really? Nature. <laughs> right. Uh, if you if you haven't if you if you haven't heard this news, what rock are you living under? But you still got plenty of time. December first, the last day at KSHB, right? Right. December first will be my last day. I already know it's a Thursday. So I'm, my boss goes, why don't you work till Friday? I go, no, Thursday will be good. <laughs> well, but, we uh, are so happy for you. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, the, the reason I moved to Kansas City six years ago, and you know, you know, when you move to a new city, you gotta, you, know, you have to find your news station. You gotta, you gotta find like, it. All right, where are my people? And it was, and I, and I, and I discovered you, and it was, uh, it was Mike and Rhiannon of the desk at the time when, when, uh, when I got right. here. And I knew that I, I enjoyed your forecast because it's very obvious, and I think all your viewers would agree, that you, it's very obvious that you love what you do. It seems like you've never worked a day in your life because you, you genuinely enjoy or are fascinated by the weather. And I appreciate, appreciate somebody who, who, who goobs out about what they love doing. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I like it. That's why everybody in Kansas City likes you, man. And we're all happy for you. Yeah, I grew up in Los Angeles. We were always interested in weather since I was about five years old. All my memories are that way. And the weather was boring out there, but I didn't know any better. So when I moved to this part of the country, it's so exciting. You know, and I bring that every day. Aww. Well, thank you for all you've done for Kansas City for all these years and for helping to you know give all of us comfort yeah. during the storms and, and all of that. And for talking to this ridiculous radio show in the morning. We appreciate you, man. Go, uh, like, what am I so awake for at 6.54 in the morning when I was up at 2.30 in the morning? I don't think anybody slept last <laughs> night. Oh, Gary. Listen, thank you so much for taking the time. Enjoy retirement. Um, you know, I hope to bump into you again soon. Yeah, and weather2020.com, worldwide phenomenon. Well, thank you guys. I'll keep you updated on that, of course. Will do. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Gary Lezak! We'll see you later, Gary. So it was really cool talking to Gary, and and thank you again, Gary, just for your time. That was incredible and and very nice of you. Hey, let's talk about that. So as we're recording this, we had major thunderstorms, tornado warnings for the first time in three years, I think, roll through Kansas City last night. And I'm, I'm talking... What was this? This is 1.30 in the morning on the dot. Very annoying of Mother Nature to do it at that particular time. Yeah, it was wild. Um, you know, we have a, a bunch of windows in our bedroom, and I could hear the trees just kind of slapping up against the window and heard the rain. It honestly sounded like buckets of rain. Yeah. And I thought maybe that was as far as it was going to go, but then, I don't know, that wind kicked up, and it sounded really scary outside. My husband, he's... I don't know. He probably he knows how to read the radar. I don't, which I know is ridiculous, and I don't know how to look you, at the radar. You really should know how to read the radar. So he gets his phone out and he's looking, and he's like, "Yeah, I think we're gonna. I bet you the siren's gonna go off." And literally, like a second later, the siren went off. The sirens don't bother me now. They have the, uh, and of course they're to save a life, and I appreciate that they went off. But at the time when those alerts go off on your phone, our phones did not go off. Oh, oh we, mine until did. we were down. The siren went off. We went down to the basement. We were in the area where we go and um and then only my husband's phone actually mm-hmm. went off but that's kind of scary that they didn't all go off yeah ours went off probably 10 minutes before the storm hit exactly where we were at and it's huh. a county by county because you're in clay county right right so i wonder if you're like I, okay i'm not gonna get into that but 
We, yeah, we were lucky enough to get quite a warning because I think the the actual, and I don't think anything ever touched down near us, but where the storm was clearly tracking in the heart of it, at least on our, because we live further south than you, there were two different systems and one kind of went right kind of up by you and one came right down by me. Uh, I know for us, the store, like right where they were warning you about the most, where the, if there's a tornado, it's going to happen right here, happened like if I'm doing the math right, four miles south of our house, what? like exactly, like four, like like four miles. That's so scary. That is terrifying. Well, my son is afraid of just weather stuff, and right. he's terrified of tornadoes and whatever. And it's kind of crazy because I don't really know where it comes from. We, I can't think of a time where there's been a bad storm and he, you know, had a reason to be freaked out about it. He just is, and so he came down to our room right as all that rain and stuff was starting, and then. Um, and then, of course, the the, the siren went off. Right. And he, he just started trembling head to toe. Just so, so scary. It is scary. Right. But you're going to have to – Miles going to have to learn. Because he's been born and raised in Kansas City his whole life. Mm-hmm. Hey, he should be a true Midwesterner right now. When those tornado sirens go off, what we like to do is get out the lawn chairs, open the garage door, and we <laughs> like to sit and watch. But then if we see the funnel in our eyesight, that is the cue to then run to ha- – grab the six-pack, of course, yes, and then run, run downstairs down to, the to the basement. Well, it's funny. In moments like that, I always think, God, I am so unprepared. Like, I'm prepared for nothing grand in life like that. I thought, if we are trapped indeed in this shelter and – God forbid the house comes crumbling down around us. I don't have a bottle of water. I don't have anything but my cell phone to communicate. I mean, like, are you supposed to have stuff in your shelter? Honest to God, I have no idea. I mean, you know, a, a pack of water in the basement helps. But no, usually you'll be fine. You'll usually, your, your house will get, will, if, if if there were a tornado directly above your house, it, your house would not crumble down. It would get sucked up into the sky, blown into pieces and blown everywhere. Okay. It doesn't, Im, it doesn't that's implode. That's true. It's not going to implode. Yeah. You'll just, you would just like walk up the stairs and instead of a living room, you're outside. Hey, what's going on? Like well, that's how. My it, in-laws lived, um, I don't know if you have heard of the Carriage Hills neighborhood in the Northland. Pro- probably you haven't because I think this happened. This would have happened years before you moved here. But I'll tell you this: the Carriage Hills sounds Carriage like a neighborhood. I live in Carriage Hills in the Northland. Well, they lived in, and anybody who's been around for a while here in Kansas City in the Northland knows that neighborhood because it was the neighborhood that was just blasted by a tornado. What year? I bet that was 2002 or something like that. It was before I feel like, we moved here. I feel like Gary always talks about 2003. So I bet you that's what he's it, talking that, about. It very well could have been. In fact, that. Probably is right because we moved here in 04 and then they were in a different house because that house, um, you know, suffered a lot of damage and they ended up moving and whatever. But the whole neighborhood, what's wild to me is that their house had some damage. House next to them, nothing. House next to them, down to the ground. I mean, it's just crazy. So that was a big deal. Uh, They lived in that neighborhood at the time when, when all that came through. But um, yeah, I don't know. When I moved here, I you know I came from Florida where we had hurricanes, and the thing about hurricanes, you ha- you do have the prep time. You know, you you could get out of the state if you can. The problem is you run out of gas a lot of times. There's right. the gas stations running gas, so you really can't get out. Um, but you got to put the shutters up. You know, you've got some time to prepare. But in a way. <laughs> I mean, if you like pick your weather situation, I almost would pick a tornado just because it is it is quick. We were downstairs for what, 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes? You coasters, and by that I mean you east coasters, you west coasters. Do you have a friend who lives here, used to live in California? It it, it cracks me up how terrified you are of tornadoes. Tornadoes, ain't, I mean, well, they, they certainly can be something, but like... 
when I see these meteorologists in, in Florida pre- prepping for hurricane whatever, and they're 110 mile an hour wind gusts for a week straight, and then you guys move up to the Midwest like you did, and, and these these you East Coasters, West Coasters are like, oh my God, but I've heard these tornadoes are terrifying. Tornadoes are easy. You get plenty of warning time. You're well, in the basement for a easy, half hour. Unless you're hit. Well, no, of, course, a, I mean, I, of course, you're hit. Yeah, well, and that's just it. You know, you just don't know. But what, like what's your hurricanes, happen. they are like guaranteed to ravage like half the state but these 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 there are there people there who live down there are like yeah we're just gonna put wood over our window and we're just gonna ride out ride the storm out. and i'm like you guys are insane who does that i, I, I we've don't been get through, it hey listen we've been through several of them and, and just stayed because i mean like i said you you could there's sometimes no gas you can't get out of the state but also it's kind of probably like people are with the tornadoes here for the most part you know you, okay they expect the hurricane a lot of times it's weak much weaker than they say it's gonna be mm-hmm. gotta be prepared um but with the tornado, I just think because it's so, it is so quick. I mean, just thank God, though, in my experience yeah. here in Kansas City, I've only had to go. Okay, so my mom was visiting. It was shortly after I moved here, and the sirens went off, and we were in Target, of course. And we had <laughs> as to, one does, as one does. But my mom, you know, immediately thinks that we live like the Wizard of Oz, like that this happens all the time. She thinks the whole store is going to get sucked totally. up and spin in the sky. We're no. in the back of the store. We were by the comforters. I mean, I thought at least we have, you know, blankets right. should we need them. But that was, uh, I'll never forget that because she was like, does this happen all the time? I, mean, I think she thinks every time I go to Target, the sirens go off. And you know, it's just not. I mean, what is it? Maybe like one one or two times well, a it, season? It, it's interesting because this, this weather we just got, it's the first, it was yesterday we had a tornado watch. And that was the first tornado watch because there's the watch and there's the warning. Yes. The watch means the conditions are favorable. I love educating people on this, by the way. This it's is, hard. I always get confused. So, I mean, they sound like what they sound like. A watch means, hey, the conditions are favorable. This might happen. A warning is, it, it's a warning. Yo, this is here. It is touchdown. You need oh. to move your butt to safety. I had it totally wrong last mm-hmm. night. Literally mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Wa- watches are just keep an eye out. Warnings are Oh my God! It's here. Get your ass to the basement. Yeah, seriously. Um, and so yeah, when I woke up and I saw the tornado warning, I was like, okay, that's a big deal. In 2017, I, it's the year I've talked about it pretty openly, but it's the year that I had that surgical disaster, which ended up with me in a colostomy bag. Which we've talked many times about how it's a real shame that we weren't in yeah. each other's lives at that point. Jenny because... was a walking <laughs> fart machine. <laughs> There are so many stories. That's a whole other topic. But anyway, I was actually in the hospital and in pretty bad shape, and the um, and the and the sirens go off. And so at the hospital, they just moved my bed into the hall. So like all yeah. of us ill people are just in the hall. And I thought, up? Is this is this really doing anything? Like, yeah, because what you want to do in a tornado is just be away from all the doors and windows yeah. that, that, that face the outer. You want to be not in the exterior part or, or near the exterior wall. Sure. It, that's why they say people who, if you don't have a basement, it's it's not the worst thing in the world. Like if you live in an apartment, just move to like the coat closet in the middle or even your the middle of your living room as far away from all the windows as you can. Yeah. Well, this I just all I could think is I'm on a higher floor here at the hospital. The roof's going to come off, and I'm going to go flying, and I'm going to be flying around with my colostomy bag (laughs) (laughs) and my IV bag. It was terrible. I could see you spinning in a tornado 100 feet. Ah! Ah! Totally. Totally. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, and and just because we're not laughing at colostomy bags are a very serious thing. I am just a silly person who... If I didn't laugh about it, I would have cried about it. Yeah. It's one of those things. I don't want no disrespect because they save people's lives and yeah. it's hey, a great thing. Hopefully, if you've listened, if this is not the first episode you've listened to, you certainly understand that 
when there are serious circumstances, we get through it by humor. Humor is how That's I get through how everything. We survive. I like seriously. I'm so grateful. Knock on all the wood we have in here to knock. I've never lost somebody terribly close to me yet. And yeah, and it, it will get to a point. But honestly, like, I will joke about whoever it is. That I want, and you won't do this, and I respect you if you won't do this, but like when I die, I want there to be like a, a roast no. in my honor. I hate roasts. You know that. I'm never doing that. But I will find some way. Oh God, I don't even want to think about you dying. That's such a sad thought. But I would – You, I think we have an agreement. We would both do something sort of like silly. Yeah, make fun of me. We'd speak at each other's serv- – I don't want to talk about that. That's sad to think about you dying. I don't want to think about that. All right, so let's just make that the uh, – let's. that actually is a good transition to the next portion of the podcast. Um, funeral planning. So when I die, here's what I'd like <laughs> – No. No, we're not going to go to funeral no. planning on the podcast? No. Oh, man. No. I'm, I'm here for the uh, – look, tornadoes – they ain't nothing. They're, I mean, you're down in the basement, and worse well, comes worse. You have house insurance. You're, even if your house gets totaled, it's devastating. Of course it is. Little insurance, cover it, you get a brand new house out of it, you're fine. I, and that's like the best case scenario situation. But I, I keep thinking of that local story, that mom and her husband and three kids who were visiting her parents in Iowa not too long ago. Um, and they just they didn't have a basement, from what I understand. And mm. they were like in the pantry or something like that. It's mm-hmm. terrible. But the mom, the, her mom lost her life, her husband, and two of her kids. And I think about that, and that's where that's where I I think of those stories yeah. in times like that. And I think yeah, for the most part, you're right. For the most part, we're okay, and it, it goes away, and it's fine. But I think about stories like that, and just God bless her and her family, because I can't imagine. That's that Blue Springs family, right? I, I believe they're from yeah. Blue Springs. Yeah. Oh, geez, now I feel bad because I no. have to joke about. I have to joke, otherwise no, I'll freak no, no, out. No, 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 no. I know that, but it's but that's but I think about stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. those stories that just. We were talking in the basement, my wife and I. It's not like we we're going to fall asleep at two in the morning because we're watching the weather updates, and uh, we were talking about how if we had uh, if if our if our baby was here, our baby mm. be here in September. We're like. <laughs> You know how annoyed we would be at Mother Nature? Like, really, Mother Nature? We just got her down. (laughs) And then... Oh, oh. Parenting tip. Parenting tip while we're on that topic. Put a sign on your ring doorbell or whatever... Baby sleeping, please do not ring bell between the hours of whatever, whatever, or whatever. Because I'm telling you, nothing is worse than when you finally get that baby down and someone rings the doorbell. I mean, I, the fire that would erupt in my Mm. mama bear brain... And that's a great point because I haven't, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, but I have had this, this cluster, this craziness of door to door salespeople going through my neighborhood for like the last month. Selling what? Like house stuff, like um, exterminator stuff, uh, and- pest control, roofing and siding, even though we've told them in our neighborhood, literally in our HOA, siding not allowed on yeah. any of the houses, but they're still coming around. Well, that's okay. We also sell roofs. And I'm like, well, my roof's a year old. Yeah, so I don't really need kiss a new my roof butt. Either, like, yeah. Let, I'm gonna say this to anybody: if, if you run a business, you know these home re, you know, home. I understand. I understand how in your brain you would think, "Oh, I'm selling home stuff. Let me send these nice kids out. These kids, late teens, early twenties, door to door, and make my pitch, and I'll pay them a little money. It's all good." I can't speak for anybody, but the last door to door salesperson that came up, I just I had had it. And like they and they don't go away. Right. Like you can't just say no, thank you. I'm not interested. They're they're trained to just keep pushing until the door is slammed in their face, which is so rude of you, by the way, as a business to teach somebody to run to to do business that way because that's not the way you do business. Right. So I asked the kid. I said I said, 
No, I, I even prepared him. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, but I'm about to be really rude to you. I'm like, what, what company are you representing? What company are you trying to sell? I won't say it on the podcast, but he told me the name of the company. And I literally had typed it in my phone. And I said, thank you. And I said, you don't, and I said, this is not your fault, but I want you to know, and I want you to take this back to this company. I will never, ever, ever, ever support this business because they had the nerve to send a door-to-door salesman to my house at 8 o'clock at night. At 8 o'clock at night? 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. And it's summertime, so it's still light out. But uh, I'm like, that's, yeah, so, that's rude. so late. That's... That is so rude. And I even had a no soliciting sign up. But what we have is, so we have the, the front door, then we have the storm door, so it's, just, mm-hmm. it's glass all the way. So on a nice day, we have that front door open. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't have to ring the doorbell. We're in the living room. He can see us, so he just waves. Yeah. And I open the door, and I'm like, hey. And I said, I don't know you. You're not trying to t- sell me anything, right? And he even says, no, I just wanted to talk to you about. And right. I'm like, and as soon as he started, I said, stop. I have a no soliciting sign right here, mm-hmm. which means you cannot come up to my door. And say, well, the only reason I came up was, and I'm like, stop. Like, right. And then I told him, I was like, what's your company? I promise I will never, ever buy from them simply because they what sent a door to What did he say when he said that? He was like, I understand. Well, there's one more thing. And I said, dude. Oh, my gosh. I, and I told him, I said, I said, dude, I know you can't leave until I shut the door in your face, so I'm going to do that now. Like, good luck, and I know you got to make a living, but I'm done with this. I'm out. And I closed wow, the door in his face. That's terrible. There was somebody else, and apparently this kid's been going around the neighborhood, and he's, like, really aggressive. And people have caught him on the ring doorbell going, uh, like, they'll close the door on him, and he'll start saying vulgar stuff about them. Like, what? it's like, like, cause they're like, I'm not interested, bye. And they slam the door in his face, and he's like, oh, well, you will, well, F you, you old lady, or things like that. And they catch him on the ring doorbell. You should actually report that to the company, because I would think that they would want to have somebody out there representing them. And, 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 and no, no, it's twofold there, because, you know, they shouldn't I, be necessarily sending them out, right. waiting till the door gets slammed in their face, but... I genuinely, and I'm like 50% tempted to say the name of the company and tell no, you, don't. don't do that, but yeah, I won't do that. Do yeah, that. but 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 seriously, I, I hope, this is a terrible thing to say, but I hope because of their sales tactics, I do hope this company fails and goes mm, out of business. Yeah, I mean, I, I've just, I've never been inclined to buy something from somebody who comes to the door, unless it's a sweet little Girl Scout or something like that. Yeah, I just, girl, that's about it. Girl Scout cookies are about the only exception. Or yeah, any little kid really coming to my door to sell anything. One time I bought like, um, you know, you can buy those cards where you get like a 20% off discount at this store and a 20% off discount at that store. Oh, the coupon books? Yeah, well, mind you, it was like no place I'd ever go, any of it, but I was like, he's so darn cute. Sucker! <laughs> there you go, businesses. Send kids Just to sell send me siding. Cute kid. Dimples are really helpful, you know. But then don't. But that yeah, because then. But don't train them to not leave until the door is slammed in their face because they can't slam the door in a kid's face. Yeah. It's just about, honestly, in today's world, it's kind of a dangerous thing to do anyway, just to pop up to somebody's door. You don't. You know, a couple, this sort of on the same note, but a few years ago, my husband was out of town. It was like two in the morning, and my doorbell starts ding, 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 like over and over and over. And and there, and I shoot up out of bed, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like your first thought wants to be someone has had an accident or a neighbor needs help or something's going on. But then immediately, it's like in the world we are today, but Is it I don't somebody know. pretending to be in distress? Yes. And you're going to let them in to use the phone. Totally. And they're going to... Sh- yeah. Take you hostage. You, like, you just don't know. You are not allowed in this house. The long story short is it was um, a ding dong ditch kid playing a prank, which back in, I don't know, the 70s and 80s, you could get away with stuff like that. And that was, you know, huh, just being a kid, being a prankster or whatever. Mm, at two in you the morning? Can, you can't. Well, I mean, I'm just saying back in the day, maybe you could have right. gotten away with it, but not now, not in today's world. You, I mean, that kid is lucky. That somebody didn't open the door and, and shoot, shoot him. him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm serious. This is just, you can't do stuff like that anymore. And that gun owner would have had every right to shoot yeah. him for for an invasion of property. Like, Crazy. somebody's ringing my doorbell. I don't know who it is. I fear for my life. Bang. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a scary, that's like a reminder for parents to tell your teens. I don't even know if, it was just random that it even happened. I'm like, do kids even still do that stuff anymore? But, I hope not. Well, he did, so anyway. But we saw him on the on the uh, the, the camera or Did you know who it was? Mm-mm, I didn't. Okay. I didn't, but he hit a lot of the houses in our neighborhood because we all, you know, talked about it the next day. Right. So. Did anybody recognize him? Uh, no. Okay. No. Fair enough. All right. So, well, anyway. Hey, thank you so much to Gary Lezak for joining us Yay, on the radio and, and letting us put that on the podcast as well. We, we appreciate you, mm-hmm. man. And, and, and happy retirement. If you are a fan of him uh, and you didn't hear the announcement, he's he announced his retirement, but it's not going to be till December. So he's going to ride out the rest of 2022. And of course, you know, the day after he retires, there's going to be a like a, a two feet of snow. You know, it's going to totally. happen. It's going to be a white Christmas, two feet of snow kind of thing. And we're going to be like, where's Gary? And he's going to be like, I'm in Hawaii, bitch. Like he's right? gonna, he's gonna, and I'm like, I don't blame him. Nah, we wish him the best always. Yeah. Shout out. Gary Lezak. Bye.